0: but our shenanigans are cheeky and fun yeah i mean
1: his shenanigans are cruel and tragic which makes them not
2: shenanigans at all really
1: evil shenanigans
2: i swear to god i'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans
1: Everybody. welcome on back to the show. Sorry we we missed you there for a couple days. Um, I uh, once again uh, fell to the to my roommate who likes to sneeze in my eyeballs. Um, and I'm not talking about my wife. It's not a kink that I have. It's a uh, <laughs> it's See, a, now
2: I got to look that up.
1: Oh, there's definitely. <laughs> oh man, there's definitely a
2: germ kink like, <laughs> oh
1: like. Oh, sneeze in my face God, i
2: thought i got disgusted going on breezes before but <laughs> yeah, yeah um
1: but anyway we are back um and in, in fact five seconds like if, if i sound like i'm in a little bit of pain five seconds before uh we got on this cast i was sitting there putting my uh my son well, attempting to put my son to bed i'm sure he'll pop through the door at, at some point here and scare the living hell out of me and um so I'm just sitting there, my wife's like tickling him, and I'm sitting there just looking at something on my phone. And he delivers like an MMA axe kick to my left testicle. Nice. And I, I mean, I was like one of those down for like 10 minute nut kicks. And then he's like, Dad, 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 my wife's like, go stay sad. he's like hovering on my back, and I'm just like, oh, like, get off of me. Um, which. It leads me to believe that the human body is just really stupidly designed. I think I may have talked about this before, but how do we not have any sort of shell down there that we've all like a nice comfortable pouch where the testicles are just protected, they're cool, they're out of the element. They're just hanging around like ready to hit doorknobs or like they're always vulnerable.
2: Yeah, you you figure if we evolved from monkeys to what we are today yes. somewhere down the line we would have said oh you know it'd be nice just like a natural skin cup that yeah. could be removable like a prote- yeah,
1: like there's no real reason you ever need to take them out like if they just had some kind of protective bag like a, or a hard shell uh cover where they just kind of sit in there protected like a cup i mean we, we shouldn't have to invent a cup we should have one already
2: yeah i mean is darwin still around can we contact him about how we can get these steps in motion i mean <laughs> i figure by the time you have like your great-grandchild he should be all set right well,
1: after that axe kick to the testicles i'm not sure there's any more um children coming my way so it's all on all on shay now
2: now, when he got on your back, did he whisper,
1: "Who's your daddy?" <laughs> I'm the dad dad now. I'm the dad dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Babe, put him in timeout. He's talking trash again.
1: <laughs> like if you could change the human body, the vessel that we're in, and design it in a different way, what would you what would you adapt it? What would you get rid of? Change? Alter? I'll tell you one I- thing that comes to my mind before you go enough with these two sets of teeth your whole life and you're done. You got to take care of them for the 70, 80 years. Like, why can't we have shark teeth? Like where they just regenerate and just new teeth come. That's yeah. so dumb. Why would we have one set of teeth?
2: Yeah. I mean, because of that, we need dentists. If they just kept on coming, we'd be like, shut up, fallout boy. You ain't no real doctor. Leave me alone. i will get my new set in a couple of days.
1: Like. We always got to deal with cavities and this and that. Like, it'd be nice, like, ah, just pull one out. Like, all right, another one will come in, uh, uh, you know, next week or so. I'm Mm. I'm tired of that.
2: I would like, uh, like, either our arms or legs to have, like, almost like go, go gadget capabilities to, like, get taller and stuff like that. Cause I got to be honest, as you and I are the tall people and we see the short people, and it's almost an obligation to go, you want me to grab that for you? I'd rather them just be like, I got this and just like smack their hip and they go up like five inches and they revert back.
1: It's an interesting take. You're not you don't want your arms to be longer to, to reach for things. You want other people's arms to be able to get longer so you don't have to help them.
2: Yeah, I mean I get I mean <laughs> the option will always be there. I don't need to use it, but it makes my life easier where I don't have to be the nice guy all the time. I can just go just smack your hip, and you'll get it, okay?
1: <laughs> I would also like to be done with, like, growing toenails and nails. Why don't they just even out at some point, and that's the end of them, and then yeah. th- that's it. They're done. Yeah.
2: If, if we're growing our our skin cup over our testicles, <laughs> by rule, we should have, like, cups over our fingernails and stuff like that because there's nothing worse than, like, you, it grows a little long and, like, you grab for something and you jam it or it it, or
1: vice versa. Or you, or you cut it too short by mistake and then it hurts for like a a three day span.
2: You get like that weird crack where it goes midway and then it's like, well, I'm going to be in pain for a month. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, There's nothing worse than, like, one day
1: you look down and your fingernails are obnoxiously long and you're like, when did that happen? Like, it it seems like overnight sometimes. You're like, yeah, I got to cut them. And then the next time you look at them, you have these talons hanging off your hands. And the other thing is, how does dirt seem to find its way under fingernails? I don't work in the dirt um yeah i don't have this manual labor I if i was digging or i was uh using tools all day or something but why if I, like i'm in front of a computer somehow dirt finds its way underneath my fingernails
2: yeah and your toenails get like that sock lint and it always buries away you're like all right i'll just get something small to dig it out you can't dig it all out yeah i don't know how it goes to like a new level where it's like well now it's inside me yeah but there's no way of digging out all your sock lint from your big toe, which is also a razor blade. Yeah,
1: and, and like, enough with, like, let's be done with pooping, too. That just seems like a lot more, uh, there'd be a lot more hours in a day.
2: No, no, I I see where you're going with that, but th- that's my one moment of <laughs> leave me alone. So, like, so you're, you're hoping the human body would evolve to poop more. Yeah, I, get... I, I would, exactly. I, I, I wish like, there was a double colon situation. It's like, yeah, I was in there for like 30 minutes of colon number one, but number two just started giving me an itch, babe.
1: <laughs> so so now the double colon situation, would it be yeah. they would they use the same um, the same exit, or would you have two separate ones where you could like almost be doing you sit on two toilets in a way?
2: I, I feel they gotta be two separate holes because I feel it's going to be kind of like where you feel like you're done peeing and then you walk away and you, the second you sit down, it's like you got to pee again. <laughs> I feel there's going to be some convoluted thing where you're like, all right, I'm done. And it's like, oh, that was just the first one. <laughs> and, you, you know, and you, you don't want them both needing to go at the same time because that will just like wreck yourself in some way I can imagine. Right. See, I I I, I would say... I would also like to vote
1: for a, a a second liver, like one that you could just completely just destroy, and then you could almost like flip a switch, like when you used to have to like use the router switches for cable and stuff like that and TV. It's a, yes. like... I want to turn on my good liver and let the other one heal. Uh, And then when it's party time, switch it over to the party liver. And then when like your days are numbered, you know, your party days are over, just get rid of that one and run on the, the, the healthy liver. Yeah. The baby teeth concept. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: It's just, it's like, oh, I'm in so much pain. It's like you don't worry, it it will spit out. Your your real ones will grow in, in a minute, your kidneys. <laughs> well, now that we started the
1: podcast with eight minutes of, of body fluid and body body talk, right there, right there for Joan over there. Uh um, how's it going, Joni? Mike, I'm also noticing you are injured in some way. What's go, what's going on with the, the I didn't know if you were doing a tribute to Slapshot, like you were going for the uh you know, high, it's hockey season now, or I mean you kind of got, uh, the, it, you I'm got that. I'm a Flyers fan. It's not hockey season. <laughs> you, Bel- believe me, it's you, not hockey. Season. You kind of got the hair now. You got the glasses and the thing between you. You could be right in slap shot.
2: Yeah, uh, it's nothing major. It just one. It felt irritated, so I put a little lotion on there. Put a band aid. I'm like. We ain't putting this podcast on youtube or anything like that that's what you think um (laughs) today's the day and then it's gonna become your your gimmick every week mike's gonna have to have like a new band-aid what color is
1: he gonna wear um yeah
2: it was like the guy who did the humpty hump song with like the plastic nose (laughs) and all this is my thing we'll do a duet yeah i didn't know if it was like
1: a breathe right strip like you were
2: getting ready you needed to be able to talk and breathe fluently and really nail the podcast I I need to get those. According to my wife, lately I've just been like kicking it old school with the snoring. Uh, She's she's like literally like you always got the the kind of snoring, but like apparently. one night, I, I literally I was half asleep, and I literally woke up to me going,
1: <laughs> oh, I've done that one. I've done that one. Yeah, I, I very often will get a, a pillow hit or like a shake in my wife. will be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's like, you're snoring so loud. And I got to like turn turn over my side. Uh, apparently, when I sleep on my side, it's not too bad. But if I sleep on my back, it's
2: North City. We, we should probably do a contest, like record our sleeping and see who has a louder snoring. Right, that's a good idea. We should have our wives
1: record our in our worst, like when they think it's at the worst and, and record it. and then we'll listen to We won't listen to them till the cast and we'll play them and, and maybe we won't even know who's is who's. Ooh,
2: <laughs> ooh, I, I kind of dig that. I mean, if our wives actually listened to us and cared about our podcast, they don't we'd have to ask yeah. them and
1: and you would have to to make sure that your wife isn't laughing hysterically as she's recording
2: you because it, yeah. it would give it away. Exactly. Exactly. You know. I mean, she's used to uh, like recording stuff like that. Like she has a thing now where her her friends, she'll randomly text them an audio clip of her farting. Now,
1: wait, wait, wait can you back that up, please? Re- rewind again. All
2: right. So the band aid is because uh, the glasses <coughs> made my nose a little sore. There. That's. A, I don't have an injury. <laughs> what about the farting? Yeah, uh, my wife. Like they'll just. We'll just have like a conversation with a few friends or whatever. And like, you know, we're old school friends. So if somebody farts, she's like, ha ha, whatever. So like one night, like my wife felt like she was going to have one, like a real ripper. And she's like, oh, oh, she gets on her phone. Oh my Turns God. on the audio and records her just ripping one. So your wife texts your, it to her friends. Your wife is texting fart noises to her friends.
1: Well not fart noises, actual fart. <laughs> well, the noise of a fart, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
2: didn't want you to think she sends synthetic farts to her. Although no, these are the appear. real deal. Yeah.
1: I yeah. love this frat house environment you have going on right now down in Georgia.
2: Yeah, she um the funny thing is like she's like, Oh, I want to send a sky and she's like uh, I don't think I'm close enough to Scott to send him a fart for him to understand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now the game is on. The game is afoot now. I, I might be.
2: I might have to send one uh, first to f- fire the first shots, if you will. Yeah, I can forge you these if you want, and then you have an idea of what you have to hit when you text one. We've reached a new level uh,
1: level here on the show. You are now texting me the sounds of your wife farting.
2: Yeah, she, I mean, she was going to send it to you as a joke, but, I mean. No, it, it, what is your reaction to this? Are you like, I'm not in the middle. Like, I don't play, I mean, I'm not anti be like, <laughs> stop that, it's immature. Right. But also at the same time, it's like, um, I, I I'm not a person to join in on that stuff. You don't like, join you know? in on these reindeer games. No, I, I, that's not, that's not my reindeer game. I'm, I'm, going to the sidelines and, like, go do what you... Go far in a phone blitzing. That's not my thing. <laughs> you, you keep your farts to yourself, yeah. is what you're saying. I mean, you gotta remember my wife is, was a nurse all these years, so, like, finally stuff doesn't bother her in any way. So that's why it's all funny, you know. They they say like all nurses are like that, but they don't care about some of this stuff.
1: But <laughs> I just I just liked the idea of the nurse's break room and them just tossing farts back and forth to one another being like and then like leaving and going to take care of a cancer patient.
2: <laughs> oh, we got a flat line
1: <laughs> Wow. Wow. Oh, where do we where do we go from here where do we go from here our next guest <laughs> we will, yeah i don't know if we yeah. could s-
2: segue right into right into him yeah i feel it would be a little bit rude to go from that to like and now on the show <laughs> mike pick a number uh five five um <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's- and <laughs> apparently, this is where we are this week. Number five is: What is the weirdest smell you ever smelled? So, um, <laughs> um, I don't know if you were, you already answered that question.
2: The weirdest smell I ever smelt. Uh, that's an, an odd one out of blue to ask somebody. I know. I'm trying to think. Trying to think. Um. I got to
1: say, a smell that I can't stand. My my dog constantly has things going on with his ears, like oh, yeah. ear infections and whatever. And I don't know. He's been fighting these allergy things for years now. And sometimes he'll come around and just shake his head and do the little like, you know, it's bothering him, itching him. And sometimes whatever smell comes out of there is just awful. just Just a putrid smell. And it's not like... Enough to, like, turn your stomach or, like, where you could smell it from far away. It's only when he does this, like, head shake right next to you. And you're like, oh, my God, I'll be like, put the ears away, man.
2: <laughs> so, plug those things up. and you're, you're blind and deaf as is. You don't need those ears, okay? No, nope, no. Nope. So... Yeah, I, off the top of my head, I don't really have a, a great smell story. I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't come prepared this week. We are, bad. We, are,
1: we are bringing the heat today. We are bringing
2: I, I figured, it. All I right. figured my wife's fart story would have lasted <laughs> at least 30 minutes or so.
1: Alright, fine. I'll go to the question next to it. Is a hot dog a sandwich?
2: No. I it's agree. its own category. It, don't give me the crap about, well, it's meat and a bread. It's a totally different style bread. Not the same thing. I don't consider a quesadilla a sandwich, so own category. Alright, if animals can talk, which animal would be the rudest? <laughs> the rudest? I think raccoons. Because they're kinda of cute where they look approachable, but you know they got some attitude. <laughs> they do have
1: toot, I will tell you. When I was a pool manager, um, in the outdoor pool there was our uh our filter area or where the filter was and whatnot and where we had to pour the acid in and all this stuff which they never trained us how to do. We were like 17, 18 years old. And it's like, yeah, you pour the acid into that thing. And there was no like funnel or anything. And these were like 15 gallon uh, bottles or containers of acid that like literally, if a drop hit the floor, you see the smoke coming off the ground. Oh, um, my God. And we'd always be wearing sandals. Yeah, I, I don't quite know how that was um, <laughs> above the grid. But anyway, uh, the plates fall. I remember there's a raccoon like, and his tail was hanging out the side of the. Uh, the filter room. And I remember we opened the door and he was just sitting there just like, like, and we had no clue how to get him out, which is apparently our job also to get a raccoon out. So eventually acid and raccoons, typical pool boy. We probably should have used the acid maybe to get the raccoon out probably it may have worked I,
2: I feel that's the setup for some horror movie i mean if cocaine bear is out there i got think acid raccoon <laughs> is the sequel waiting to happen yeah i mean we talked about
1: cocaine bear year, many years ago it's very interesting to see a movie coming out but I, I remember we devised a system where i was to poke the raccoon from the tail side with a broomstick okay. and my buddy he put on like <laughs> protective gloves and everything and and oh, he would open the door and stay on the other side of the door in hopes the raccoon would run out, and it actually did work. And the raccoon did not um, want anything to do with this.
2: I could see gloves, but uh, sandals and shorts. Yeah, yeah,
1: bathing suit, lifeguard bathing suit. I could, I mean, a cat is like the obvious answer, but I could see like a tortoise just being kind of mean.
2: I mean, a little, you know. Rough around the edges, I'm sure like we'd all be asking them stories since they're around for like two hundred some odd years but yeah. i don't I don't feel like a raccoon. I just feel like it would just be endless like i, I feel if there was an animal that was into conspiracy theories it would be the raccoons i I feel like you've thought this out before like you've had
1: this vendetta against raccoons or this image in your head about raccoons for quite a long time
2: I'm not anti raccoons when I was with a an next girlfriend and I was staying at her house, we'd have like raccoons that would come up to the deck. So we would put out food to feed them because again I mean, you look at a raccoon from far, they're cute as hell. You figure you would want to cuddle them, but they're obviously they're messed up animals. But in any case, like we fed them so much and they got so used to it. Like when the one time we were sitting on the couch and we heard a noise at the door and I'm like, that, that don't sound like the outside because there's a screen in between. The, one of the baby raccoons got through the screen and was hanging onto the door. And then we had to go through the whole thing where we're saying to ourselves, okay, how do we open the door to get the baby out the door without the baby coming in? Nor the mother, who'd probably see the baby coming into the house and get pissed <laughs> off, come after us. Now, and that was like a good 45 minute ordeal to try to get that to happen.
1: Now, explain where the conspiracy theory spouting raccoons came from.
2: I, I just feel like they're, you know, they're always like on edge and everything like that. So I just feel like there's something like, you know, they put something in the water and. And this is where JFK really lives, and Cuba is the true freedom, and stuff like that. And I voted for Yi. I feel Raccoon would vote for Yi.
1: Yay! It's Yay. You've done this before. You've called yeah. him Yee.
2: Yeah, that's my name it, for him. Okay, <laughs> you all call him Yi or, or Yay or whatever. I'm I'm ye. You're Yay. It's all right?
1: Kanye West. Short would be
2: Yay. It's not Kanye West. You pronounce it the way you want to pronounce it. That's. <laughs> I mean, I'm like ye. You tripping, man? You're like a raccoon.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, seeing what he's going through now, that might be his ne- next name iteration to try to maybe I don't know <laughs> get an Asian audience of Yee's some sort. Living
2: with the raccoons? What?
1: <laughs> ye? What is wrong with you?
2: My <laughs> boy, What can I tell yeah, you? Yeah. A little sick in
1: the head right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, He's not the only one who's who's convinced <laughs> raccoons have conspiracy theories and calling rappers ye. Um, let's see what else we got here. What do you think people will be nostalgic for in forty years?
2: Forty years from now, TikTok, I guess. Mm. I mean, I can't fathom these teenagers in their fifties still TikTok-ing. There yeah. has to be something new that comes through by that time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of thinking now, like, everybody's nostalgic for, like, superhero movies um, mm. that that boomed, right? People are nostalgic for mm. uh, all the old shows seem to have some. I mean, the biggest show right now is that Wednesday, and that's, like, the Addams Family. The Monsters came out. Like, so I'm trying to think of, like, a show or something that's going to be, like, <laughs> like, are we going to see, like, keeping up with the kardashians remakes or dramatic movies and things like that 40 years from now.
2: I'm still saying as they're doing those um uh, autobiography television shows we had like Mike Tyson, we yes. had uh uh Pam and Tommy. I still say somebody's going to make some money Doing the John Wayne Bobbitt story. Oh yeah, yeah, It su- has to be an eight episode series.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't happened already. To be honest, we've had movies about uh, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. We've had we've had just about everything from that era with OJ. I feel like uh, John Bobbitt was right in that right in that what was that late '90s something like that. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see that. Hold on, don't on. take our
2: ideas, people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm sorry i had to pause real quick to take my dog out and then i checked my phone as to what mike had sent me um and and this was the audio i got <laughs> no mike this is this is cartoon level sounding farts here
2: yeah yeah uh she held that in for a minute and let it go and it was right up uh the audio was right up by the, uh, the area, if you will. I, I, uh,
1: I'm, I'm just imagining you in the room, like trying to watch something, and you just look over and you see your wife, like in fart position, if you will, uh, recording herself.
2: I mean, there's not a real fart position. She's just like laying on the bed, then she gets the <laughs> idea and she just goes to her side and puts the phone over there. But I will agree, it's just one of those. I just turn my head and. She does it, I just shake my head and I'm like, good for you, babe. <laughs> I'll
1: tell you one thing people won't be nostalgic for in four <laughs>
2: back in my day.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, as we were saying, um, I feel like we're in that uh, um that that era of everything. I mean, we had Dahmer. Uh, like, so I maybe maybe in forty years
2: there'll be a a, a Yi movie. Someone's gonna play Yi. You know? Yeah, I'll be playing the guy. that's like that's not the true saying of his name. <laughs> <laughs> Some young upstart actor. Where they're like, all right, I get this guy. I get him. What
1: inanimate object do you wish you could eliminate from existence?
2: object.
1: Ah. I'm going with glitter. I just ain't bad. It just I just no no need for it. It gets everywhere. Everywhere you're around glitter, all of a sudden you look in the mirror under your eyes, there's, there's a little bit of glitter. It's on your fingers. I'm not a big fan of the glitter.
2: I'm not a fan of glitter most of the packaging out there like when you get something from amazon and it's like eight pounds and it's seven and a half like styrofoam peanuts or something like that like we'll keep one but we'll what we'll do is we'll get rid of the rest and we'll limit what we have there so they start using this packaging more precisely versus just upping up the weight (laughs) okay so so you're you're just getting rid of packaging yeah like the those uh air bubble things you're not a fan they're so fun to pop yeah but it, it's like i buy a toothpick and i gotta go through like 30 of them to find it in the box so now
1: you're shopping for a individual toothpick on online
2: hey i don't waste my money if i only need one i'm getting one
1: well, let's see right now if on amazon you could order a toothpick <laughs> And I, I apologize to all the listeners this week.
2: Yeah, yeah we really prepped for it tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. The interview is great, so stay tuned for that.
1: Individual toothpick. Oh, I don't know, Mike. It looks like you can get packs of individual, like individually wrapped toothpicks, but that seems to go against your uh, yeah. your wishes. It's wrapped; every single one of them has packaging. Absolute I, waste absolute waste yeah. so we determined that mike is looking to to order an individual toothpick is what we've determined in these opening 20 minutes yeah. let's, let's go one more maybe before-
2: i can make something like there's gotta be a thing like people have their like silver uh, straws and all that so they don't use straws anymore mm-hmm. i feel like that could be a cool thing like uh like a silver toothpick that you just carry around. Oh.
1: I mean, I'm am de- definitely there's definitely got to be a reusable toothpick of some sort.
2: Probably like a a plastic, I would imagine. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a baller. I can't do plastic. So, I need like some good stuff there. I need a platinum toothpick.
1: So, a, let's let's see if there's a metal toothpick out there. By the way, last week uh our listener Dom said he was looking for ways to send you um uh, he wanted to send you ferret stuff he wanted to send you ferret gear and uh, ferret oh. supplies and things like that I, I said I'll give you your address but he never followed. Oh, here you go Mike portable mini pocket titanium toothpick holder 10 metal toothpicks and it comes in a little case that you could keep on your keychain
2: hmm yeah I, I feel I can make a move like that I'm just at like a barbecue or something I just mid conversation just look at that guy pick out the keys for 799
1: container 799 you could have this nice toothpick case
2: Yeah, I'm digging that man <laughs> I think I mean now I have a christmas gift to get
1: Okay myself. so so you and your wife are going to show up to a party you're going to mm-hmm. have the bandaid on your nose yeah she's going to be recording farts you're going to whip mean, out not in
2: front of the party but you're
1: you're like... going to be taking out your metal <laughs> your med- excuse me excuse me and you're gonna just pull out your metal toothpick sorry i got something in
2: my teeth all slow and <laughs> deliberate so everyone sees it yeah i'd be like mid conversation you know i'll be talking about yeah politics are crazy excuse me for one second i'll just like slowly open it <laughs> up pull one out you know inspect it to make sure nothing's on there and just go to town and continue my conversation and like when the people are trying to think of like interesting things or ooing and eyeing over my uh platinum toothpick mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> I'm gonna be the king of the barbecue. What can I tell you? I mean, I feel
1: like th- your downward spiral into craziness just started with the Disney trips, and it's really getting it's getting really crazy now. I mean, ye thinks I'm totally normal. I mean, you and ye at this point are kind of neck and neck. I mean, you haven't started spouting how you hate the Jews yet, but there
2: there's I mean, that'd be wrong. I mean I'm married to one, so
1: <laughs> Well, you never know. There's a couple of, I mean, Kanye wasn't that weird a couple of years ago, so um <laughs>
2: Uh, That'll be what I'm nostalgic for. Remember when I was normal? (laughs) Remember that, guys? Let me go get my toothpick now. Uh, Last one. What's the weirdest thing a guest has ever done at your house? Weirdest thing somebody's done at my house. Um, Not that I'm in my house, but I was over somebody else's house, and they insisted I try shooting. Like when I said I, you know, I wasn't in heroin or, or oh, oh, no, no. An no. actual gun. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was just like, Rammy just like, yeah, you said you don't really like shoot guns. So let's go in the back.
1: And shoot like, gun. it was
2: literally just me and him. And he handed me the gun and I'm lo- looking at him like, is this a suicide pack? I don't understand. <laughs> and yeah. I had to like sh- shoot like two holes into the ground. There was very awkward you, you know, shot into, you
1: shot into the ground that was the and he that, didn't that have like a target frac- for you to, to shoot at no no he's, he's he just, just said here's like, my I, here's my gun shoot this thing into the ground baby
2: yeah i i like aimed i figure one a little high he's like no 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 lower lower and it's like point to the ground i'm like I mean, this ain't gonna get me into like guns, bro. <laughs> shooting the ground, yeah. I mean,
1: like if you had something set up and you like were shooting at cans or something like that, maybe you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. But the ground has to be the most anticlimactic uh, gun shooting experience.
2: Yeah, he he was a weird cat, and uh, like we were friends with his wife, and uh, needless to say, she is <laughs> she uh, was some shot. Of the Facebook posts. Uh, <laughs> she is not a fan of him anymore so no, that, that's
1: probably good with the guns in the house and stuff like that but yeah. um yeah like like i love you and know you but pr- i think one of the last things i would do is just hand you my gun and be like all right mike here shoot this like th- this ends with either me dead uh, <laughs> uh
2: hey guys it's mike for verbal shenanigans um could be a solo show for a little <laughs> bit uh can i pull the trigger not for with long my toothpick if I hear the sirens
1: <laughs> i'm going to use my toothpick to pull the trigger <laughs> <laughs> uh, i remember i had a birthday party at my mom's house when i was still i think i was still living there and everyone was drinking but a couple of people stayed over and uh, my mom came into the laundry room and one of my friends was in his underwear, like just kneeling in front of the washing machine. And she's like, well, like she was scared, you know, she's like, she's like, Oh, sorry. Sorry. She's like, he's like, don't worry. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting comfy. (laughs) I'm just getting comfy. And to this day, my mom still brings up the, remember your friend who just was getting, you know, half naked in front of her washing machine and telling me that he's getting comfy your penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> but that <laughs> anyway. scenario could never happen to me. With that note. Let's uh, let's get to our guest. <laughs> yeah, let's get to our guest so we people who have been listening for the last 25 minutes can cleanse their palate and and, you know, what they probably actually tuned in for to hear this guy um and not us talk about absolute nonsense. Um so you may have seen him on the CMAs uh, just a couple of weeks ago with Peyton Manning and uh, Luke Bryan. Um, you may have seen him in like your Instagram and Facebook feed, dancing in a, in a very unique way uh, with in in a clogging group. Uh, you have seen him in his denim pants and his blue shirt, just really uh, dancing in in his own unique way. And for some reason, his videos just went absolute viral so we're going to be talking to a man by the name of zeb ross who is part of the j creek cloggers uh and zeb's just a really nice guy we're going to find out how his uh career i guess you could say took off how he became this viral uh video all over the world people making remakes of uh, or remakes or editing him dancing to basically every song you could think of um so really interesting guests let's get zeb ross on the line there he is. There, we, there we are. We got it. Zeb Ross, how are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm doing yourself? I'm I'm doing great. You know sometimes to be for these things I ask myself like how the hell did we get here? Like like a clogger would be someone we would normally look to interview and then like out of nowhere, I see you, and then our interview kind of got postponed. And then the next minute, I see you on the CMAs. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> and, and here we are today, talking to you today before Thanksgiving. It's just very strange the way life works sometimes.
2: Agreed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we're used to you know just cloggers, like <laughs> big time cloggers. We're not sure we're ready, so you know you're gonna have to guide us here. <laughs>
0: Oh, you're fine. I mean, I'm just like you guys. uh, Just uh, yeah, just I'm I'm just a uh, simp, a very uh, simp, simp, simple man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I gotta say this is our this is our first clogger out of the ten years we've been doing this show. So I mean, you're 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 checking off a box here. (laughs) I'm honored. Thank you. So is that really how like? how did this all start like i, I know I, I did a little reading up on you and, and a little kind of looking up but was this was something that was kind of passed down from your family this this dancing this tradition yeah so uh my mom and dad dad met
0: met uh, dancing me and my wife met dancing so uh I, i've been dancing ever since i was in my mom's uh uh, beb, uh be- belly so a long long time <laughs> Uh, we, it's just something we love to do. Uh, the Jake Cloggers, the team I dance with, we've been together for, uh, 13 years now. No, so it, it's, no. it's, it's been a hot second. Mm.
1: Now, uh, if people haven't seen you, like I, I, came across probably one of the viral videos that ever, a lot of people have seen, but explain what the dance, I guess, uh, it, w- w- technique is called or style is called. And where does that come from historically?
0: Uh, well, square dancing, at least over in Haywood County, where I'm from, it's been around since the 1880s, 1900, so going on 120 years now or something. So it started off with square dancing, and with square dancing it was a way for the locals to get together at their house, in their barns, after a long day of work, and it was a way just to celebrate what they've accomplished and just have a great time well square dancing evolved eventually into what we call uh cl- cl- uh cl- clogging and clogging is more uh fancy footwork so uh with clogging the uh, people typically dress up the, the same attire they have little taps on the bottom of their shoes to amplify the sound and it's it, it's you know it's, it's just something we love to do but all of that started here in uh, haywood county <laughs>
2: Oh, so like the minute i hear clogging the first thought is like lederhosen wooden shoes i am like yes. that like is that still in like the same realm of what you guys do i mean obviously you i've seen your videos you don't wear that <laughs> stuff but is that like in the same ballpark or is that like the difference between american football and other football
0: uh, with clogging uh Every country dances a little bit different. I think over in the Sweden Dutch area, they, they do have the shoes that are uh, wooden. Uh, here, it's just, uh, I guess, leather shoes, and the uh, taps are actually nailed on. But clogging is a mixture of, you know, a little bit of the Irish dancing, uh, probably a little bit of the shag, a little bit it's just a, it's just a little bit of everything and it's not a set dance uh, i'm sure from what you've seen we all dance a little bit uh, different we're all unique in the way we uh, perform sure yeah you is, you especially <laughs> uh, yeah it's just definitely a little bit different so uh, the two main different styles is what we call uh flat footing and buck dancing Flat footing is more traditional. Uh, your feet don't come more than about two inches off the ground, so your body's typically more stiff. Uh, with buck dancing, it's what I more it's what I do. Uh, your legs are more higher off the ground. You'll click your heels. It's more uh, flat footing's more. I, I don't want to say simple,
1: but with buck dance, it's more uh, outgoing, I guess. Okay. Right. So, so how often are you guys doing this or, or participate? Is this something like, hey, we're meeting up on the weekends? Is this like, do we have practice during the week? What is the, the time frame that you guys put into this kind of dance? Well, a
0: lot of people think we do this full time, but we
1: actually <laughs> yeah. do not. It's just something we do for
0: fun as a hobby. So we all work. Uh, we've got roofers, machinists, landscapers. We all do different types of work. But on the weekends, uh, we'll get together. Uh, Sometimes we'll get a chance to practice. Uh, We might practice once a month whenever we get a spare chance, but we've done it for so long, we have a good idea of what we're gonna be doing. My stepdad does the calling, so whatever he calls is what we do. Whether we rehearsed one way, then he causes something entirely different because he forgot the routine. Whatever he causes is what we're (laughs) going (laughs) to do. But We'll typically dance uh, two to four times uh, about uh, every weekend, and it could be anywhere from a half-hour set to about a two-hour set.
2: So it's a long time. (laughs) Now, when you're getting ready to perform or practice and all that, do you – have like a stretching ritual or something like that, or do you just want those like you, somebody says let's do it you're just like moving your legs because it seems like your ankle is turning in ways i don't think a body <laughs> normally yeah,
0: yeah. Goes. uh i probably should stretch
2: i mean that seems like a
0: common sense thing to do but i, I don't we, we might have a warm-up dance where we do uh, a couple of our little steps but Besides that, once the music cranks on, we're just we're out there full blast.
1: So, so let's cut to to what uh, the. Exposure at, as of late, I guess you would say, in the last year and whatnot. So I, I'm assuming that you guys were just kind of a small, tight knit group. You did your dancing. No, not too many people really knew about you outside of you know your community and yeah. maybe people in the. So, so I guess how, how does this work? You guys put out a a video on Instagram and it just exploded. What what happened that all of a sudden I just saw your face in my feed like all the time and people editing music to. To your dancing and just endless amounts of, of, of videos involving you, just breaking it down. So, like I said, we've been
0: together for 13 years now. Right. When I was about 15 or 16, my mom was the one who started the Jay Creek uh, cl- Cloggers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we've been on Facebook, but that's really about it. We didn't have TikTok, Instagram, we didn't have anything like right. that. Right. We were dancing at a place called Darnell Farms over in the Bryson City in uh, North uh, Carolina. And we were for about an hour there. And this gentleman came up and asked if he could record us dancing. I said, that That's perfectly fine. We've been recorded before. It's not a big deal. Well, uh, he recorded us for me. I think the for initial video was about 20 seconds long. And about two weeks later, we hear. Uh, someone calls my mom and said that your son has gone viral. Well bless her heart. She thought I was sick with a
1: uh <laughs> a, yeah, with a cold. he's burning stuff. up, he's gone viral. <laughs>
2: Dang exactly.
0: you, uh, So we weren't uh it was unintentional. It was just by an accident. We didn't ask this guy to record us. He just wanted to because he liked what he saw. And ever since then it has been crazy. Just that one video alone, from what I've been told, has been viewed over 113 uh, b- billion times. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it, it, it's just an ungodly number.
2: <laughs> so, so like, what happens after, like, okay, so somebody says you're gone viral. Is there's like, somebody that, like, contacts you and goes, oh, hey, by the way, you know, congratulations, you get this or that, or is it just... Like, you kind of say, well, now I'm famous, i got to do something with it.
0: No. uh, You know, around here, you know, every now and then, if you do something spectacular, you'll get in the newspaper. So... You know, we thought it might last a week or two, you know, (laughs) do a high five, get a pat on the back. Yeah, And all this happened. I I didn't even tell my coworkers, (laughs) but they found out one way or another. Uh, But We just thought it'd be short and sweet. It's like, yeah, it's great to have gone viral. At at that time, I didn't really know what that was. We didn't have that. Well, it kept progressing from there, which really surprised us. Uh, people started recognizing me when I was walking down the street in Texas or uh, Arizona, uh, places I've never, you know, been to before. So it's it even now. This all happened in March, about seven months ago. It's still surreal to see so many people that enjoy watching this and just want to say hello, get a picture me to sign something. I mean, it's very uh, humbling. This
1: is, so, how did you get, like, you have a very specific uh, passionate uh, exuberance coming through you when you're, when you're dancing like that. Is this, I mean, it, it's like a little bit of crip walk. It's a little bit of Irish jig. It, it's, it's about the outfit, too. Something about the outfit makes it just like it's so funny watching it to different soundtracks and things like, what do you, why do you think it caught everybody's kind of imagination?
0: Well, uh, clogging the style of what we do used to be a really big thing back in the seventies and eighties. We used to have 50 to 60 different dance teams just in our county. It was, it was huge. Mm. Well, something changed along the way for, we went from 50 teams to maybe having about eight or 10 now. But we definitely—I'm sure, as you can tell—we love to dance. We love to smile. It's for me; it's my favorite way to express myself. I can express through dancing better than ways I can use my, you know, words for. It's my happiest. It's a great way to put smiles on the fans' faces. Uh, I think it was a mixture of just dancing and just seeing us just. Really enjoy what we do. You know, we're not the fancy. We don't have the fanciest footwork. We're not the best dancers in the world, but I would
2: say we're probably some of the happiest ones you'll, you'll ever be. <laughs> it certainly looks like it. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Now, wouldn't you? Um, I, I, I've, I've it brought up. I've, I've seen the where they put on the different songs, and it seems to always like correlate. Uh, for what I've heard in uh, interviews, you're like a, a like a rock fan yourself. When yes, you're out and about like either at a concert or at a wedding or something like that, are you instantly breaking out these moves? Do you work your way up to <laughs> like showing off this stuff or what's the usual Z thing to get them in the mood to like really break out uh, bourbon? <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh,
0: whenever we go dancing somewhere, whether I'm by myself or with the group, uh, I'm not a fan of being the first one on the dance floor, so I'll just kind of sit Mm -hmm. on the sidelines. I'll watch the locals, you know, go up. It's it's just as much fun to dance as it is to watch other people dance. You know, you just see the joy. You might even learn an extra move or two. But once the people get on the floor, I go out there and I'll I'll just have fun. Uh, I've been to five different proms in my life. And at every one I clogged.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mentioned Seth, this is the chicken dance. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'll do that. Soon.
1: <laughs> so I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, I I, I am happy that we, we kind of got canceled and, and rescheduled because i would have been pissed if the next day i saw you on the cmas before we you know <laughs> right before we talked to you right after we talked to you so how the hell did that come together you're on stage with peyton manning and, and you're dancing in front of the world Wh- where does this opportunity come from uh your guess is as good <laughs> as mine <laughs> uh
0: gin uh my mom is the one who takes care of our bookings so whenever we're uh you know getting books somewhere she's the one they call and this gentleman called my mom kim and asked if we would like to be part of the CMA's. well at first we also thought it was a hoax we've had some phone calls in the past where it sounds great but it's you know not real and we got to thinking you know, they have famous musicians, famous songwriters, just famous people. Why in the world would they just want somebody from, you know, my county to come to a place like this? But we found out it was real. And I was like, well, of course we'll be there. It's a great honor, great way to meet, you know, people and fans. So we got down there and I got to meet Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning, you know, some very, very down-to-earth sweet people. You know, I got to talk with them for a little bit, got some pictures. And we rehearsed the day before the big show. And they had me out on the stage dancing. At that time, I wasn't too nervous. You know, it was big, but, you know, the place was basically empty. Yeah. And uh, the next day, about a half hour before I was supposed to surprise everybody, uh, I kind of put my head out just to see the audience. There were 18,000 people there. So I, a lot a lot of eyes. Yeah. Mm. So my my knees were shaking just a little bit, but once I got up there and started dancing,
2: I, I felt right at home. <laughs> like what was your previous like largest crowd watching yeah, you yeah. dance before that?
0: Uh maybe 2000, maybe. Okay. So, I mean, it was, I mean, it went from here to way up here. But, and the other thing was, I wasn't sure if people would know who I was. I, I had a hunch some people might. But yeah. It, it was crazy. I mean, it just started from a couple of cl- claps and whoops to, I mean, it got loud in <laughs> there. So. And then poor, poor Luke, I, I did feel bad for him. Uh, we had rehearsed where I danced for. 20 seconds that he was going to stop because he's a Georgia fan. And, you know, he, he couldn't stand that. Uh, rock yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless his heart. He caught some flack when he stopped that song because a lot of people didn't think it was
2: rehearsed and he was just being rude. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I you, guess the worst thing of all would have been if security didn't know you were part of the act and then you, yes, you're yes. just doing your act and just get whacked off the stage. At, le- at least Will Smith didn't come out of nowhere and slap you or something. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so through these viral videos, through the, the, the interviews and people like us reaching out and, and see, have you noticed like an uptick in people like interested in, in, in clogging now? Like have people been like reaching out and be like, hey, that looks kind of fun i want to get into this like what has the reaction been whenever we started this uh, dance team uh
0: we're more freestyle we're more traditional there is precision clogging out there which it's a beautiful dance it takes a lot of work and dedication but the only downside is everyone dances exactly the same hmm. what we like is for everyone to dance in their own unique way We might dance differently, but we all keep the same beat. So when we started this, we were trying to keep the tradition alive because it is a dying art. But we were hoping to keep it alive, but we never imagined it would get this big. I mean, it has absolutely blown up uh, worldwide, even. But, yes, we've actually been sent several videos where people are trying to dance like me, dance like the team. Uh, There was one video where there used to be a a professional great, great clogger around here who was really good at dancing with a cup of water on his head and not spill a drop. So I figured if he could, I'll at least attempt. uh so I, I did a little video of that, and I, I was doing okay to the end. I still just a little bit, and uh, people started sending videos where they were trying to do the exact same thing. So it, it's just great to see people taking interest, and they're you know while they're dancing, they're glowing, they're smiling, they seem to really enjoy themselves. Mm.
2: Now, as the fame is kind of growing and everything, when you guys do shows, are you going into it saying, "Okay, let's do the routine that people love? Is there a a bit of it's like, okay, people are looking at us now. Maybe we got to. Add some new steps or change things as you go along. What is the mindset now with all this popularity?
1: Yeah, Do we have you like appearing in smoke now and coming out from under the (laughs) (laughs) stage?
2: Coming out like Michael Jordan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we're for the most part, we're still doing the exact same thing. Uh, You know, people accept us for who we are and we accept them for who we are. You know, we're still doing our routines. Uh, We're definitely taking some more uh, pictures now. (laughs) Uh, We've got pictures. We're definitely doing some little uh, autographs. But for the most part, we're still doing the exact same thing. When we do our routines, it's not just about us. You know, yeah, sure, we'll do some routines. We'll do some fancy footwork. But we're also doing the things for the audience to get involved with. We're doing line dancing. We're doing two-stepping. You know, that's, that's what's really important for us. There are other teams out there where it's just all about them. They like to be in the spotlight, which that's fine and dandy. But if you want people to remember, you know, a great time and who you are, you get them involved and make them feel special, which for us, that's what it's all about. <laughs>
1: so have you have you had time in the last seven months to really kind of process what has happened in the last year like it, it, has it hit you yet or is it like okay maybe during the holidays I'm going to take this time and go holy shit what 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 the <laughs> hell just happened
0: <laughs> uh it's It's definitely been a lot to process uh like i said we we just thought this be you know short and sweet, but it has really grown it we've had You know, one milestone getting going viral, another milestone going to the CMA's. So we really don't know where it could go from here. Super Bowl. Uh uh, (laughs) hey, you never know. You never know. We actually my mom has been taking care of all of our bookings and she we started an account on Instagram, an account on TikTok. And she's been trying to keep up with all the text messages, the emails, and bless your heart, it's it's basically been about a full time job for her, on top of the part-time job she already has. She's going through three thousand different, you know, things, just people contacting her. Can you do this? Can you do that? So I say that we, we still have jobs just to take a break from everything. Just take your mind off of everything, get into your normal routine. But I I still don't think it's fully Yeah, we're we're just still in awe that all of this has happened in the first place, but we're happy it has. We're very humbled by it and we're just
1: look we can't wait to see where it goes from here. That's awesome. You get me? Um so Zeb, I wanna Thank you so much for your time, man. It, it's just, a uh, you are like, w- when we, w- what we do here, this is like a perfect example of a guest we would get on our show. Like, it's just, uh, <laughs> like last night we had the guy who invented the toy, Bop It. And then like, this is, really? yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we always try to find these interesting people so you fit right into that category so i want to thank you for your time i'm I'm sure you're busy you get request after request right now but uh i want to thank you for coming on if if people want to check out the the cloggers or get more information and see where you guys are at or what's coming up what's the best place for them to go uh the best place would be to look up the j creek cloggers uh we're on
0: instagram we're on TikTok. we're on facebook Uh, Instagram is probably the best place to look for our upcoming events. Uh, We'd love to see you uh, make you
2: part of the act and just have a great time. And final question, as you now being popular, is it annoying when you're on the streets and somebody just yells dance for me? (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) No, uh, I feel
0: very honored to, you know, first just be known. But if I was to see somebody that I really lot i would want that person to treat me the exact same way i would treat others so i always you know try my best to always be in a good mood always smile always you know make them feel special and it's, it's the same way i would want to be treated
1: and finally mike is not that far from you he's in georgia if i was to to send him over there could you give him like a you know a boot camp tutorial to become one of the you know maybe maybe start his own troop over there in georgia
2: yeah yeah. feel free to stop by anytime <laughs> all, right. all right uh you know the phrase two left feet yeah. i'd be lucky to get that
1: so just giving you a
2: heads up right now
1: i've got faith in you <laughs> zeb, zeb thank you so much man have a great uh thanksgiving great christmas and uh we'll uh hope to speak to you again in the future sounds good now
0: i did have one question sure uh one, the last time we were supposed to talk, one of you had food poisoning. Oh, uh, was me. I was going to ask which one it was. That was. Yeah, that was me. It was great. It was, uh, uh, it was sure. very, very I, pleasant. I had that Yeah 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 i was gonna ask if you're feeling uh if you're feeling well since
1: no yeah i'm fine i was probably good about three days after that i probably felt back to normal but uh yeah it wasn't uh it wasn't pleasant that's for sure between Scottie's that he's back to
2: his clogging weight he yeah back. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah between that and like my son comes home with something from daycare every week and he's sneezing in my eyeballs and stuff so you know <laughs> i thought i had a good immune system until i hung out with him every day after daycare and then you know it's just it's been, it's been one thing after the other, but yeah,
0: <laughs> all sure is good. Find out. Yeah, I, yeah, we're me and my wife are actually expect, expecting our first one. Uh, oh next yeah! Year, so oh, congrats, congrats! You. So be- I'm sure I'll be, uh, I'm sure I'll be having to deal with the exact same thing here. So. <laughs> <laughs> have you picked? Have you picked out their first clogs? Uh, not yet. We found out it's going to be a girl, though. Okay. yeah, yeah, we'll start looking for some shoes here soon. (laughs) Is
2: is your wife a little worried when the baby starts kicking? It's going to be like some (laughs) insane twisting going on in there.
0: Well, she's about 20 weeks along right now. Uh, She can't feel anything yet, but just from the ultrasound, she said that baby is all over the place right
1: now. <laughs> well judging by your the way you move i think she's it's gonna be an interesting couple weeks coming up <laughs> it should be yes zeb thank you so much man okay yeah, thank you guys nice meeting y'all
2: zeb ross mike zeb ross scott if you had to somebody put a gun to your head and it's like you have to come up well, man, you enough with the guns already. We get it. We we hey, get we get it. You shot two bullets I'm sick into the of ground. i the ground. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. got something else to do. So, what's the gun you your head. It's like, all right, you have to show me you are a pro in a dance style. What is it?
1: Drunken wedding.
2: Yeah, that's probably my only prayer. <laughs> yeah, that's I, probably about it. I, I, Maybe I, break dancing. I would like attempt. Because I don't feel there's there like a is real form. no
1: way you're going to be good at breakdancing <laughs> out of nowhere. So you're going go wow. to go to one of the hardest dances, like spinning on your head and twirling around. And you just think somehow you have that in you to save your life.
2: Well, worst case, I figure I would just break my neck and I don't get shot in that scenario.
1: No, you'll break your neck and then be paralyzed and then have to watch him hover over you and blow you away.
2: I guess that would be scary. Huh? Probably <laughs> should want your answer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't like a specific style. I don't really even know too many dance styles. Like if someone was like dance a style, uh I mean slow dance, uh uh Flamenco, flamenco uh tap dancing, uh Irish jig. Maybe I try to call in my ancestors' blood and pull a jig out somewhere. Ooh. <laughs> uh, um uh, no, but the odds odds are I'm probably dead almost instantly, almost instantly. Yeah, yeah.
2: Dance. You, you're like me. I'm. I mean, out of curiosity, you talk about like wedding drunk dancing. Are you the one that's like you got to get pulled uh, like drunk out to the floor, or are you just a natural? Okay, I'm feeling it. Let me go. Um, I would say more towards the second one. Um,
1: it really depends on the wedding, though. I'm not like jumping out there on the dance floor but if i'm having a good time and it's good company and like generally if i know a lot of people there i'll i'll get out there with no effort every once in a while i'll be like because my wife's kind of the same way she's not going to go out there if she doesn't really want to either so if it's like a fun family wedding and among and i'm comfortable i'll go right out there and act like a clown if I'm at a wedding where I don't know a ton of people. It's going to take me a couple cocktails, and then then I'll then I'll bring out the
2: uh, the white tornado. But um, are are you able to go to the dance for? When there's nobody out there, or does that have to be? A st- no, I'm not, no, I'm of- not. I'm not. I'm not the guy kicking off the dance floor. Like, come
1: on, people, let's go. Get up, Uncle Harry. Let's go. Come on. No, I'm not that guy either. I'm, it I'm, seems I'm, like you. I could <laughs> totally be like, come on, Harry, get out here. <laughs> I, I mean, I I could see an instance where it might happen, but overall, that's not really going to happen. I'm usually going to be okay. Dance floor is full. Let's let us let us go up there, and I'm also like a. I'll, I'll get a dance in and then take a break and go back to the table for a half
2: hour and then get a day. Like I'm not out there the whole time either. Hmm. I remember my uh, sister's first wedding. Like that, they had the the DJ there. There, It was playing some game. And I, I, I want to say maybe musical chairs or something like that. Okay. And he was using like Cotton Eye Joe as the uh, song. And like my... My former brother in law and his family were getting pissed like he was just using it as a game. Like they were like really like yelling at him, Yo, put that Eye Joe back on. We wanna dance to that. Okay. (laughs) And he he went out there and like literally like hee haw hit the floor as like his entire family was going nuts to Eye Joe there. Wow. Big hit song in that family, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, and that winning was also famous for uh, when they did the garter toss. I was some just drunk- going to
1: say, that is the one thing in the winning that I'm so glad
2: seems to be phasing out a little bit. Yeah, because at, R, at that one, on the garter toss, some guy totally plastered, he's like, I bet I can catch it if I get a running head start <laughs> with like 20 people on the <laughs> dance floor. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, he whacks somebody, and I think about... Ten of us hit the floor. Some <laughs> kid got basically crushed. They had to bring in an ambulance. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. All because of a garter dance and Cotton Eye Joe, things got out of hand.
1: Yeah, that tradition is so. But anytime I ever had to go out there, all oh, the single guys get out there. I would go to the back corner where I know I'm not getting it. And then if that garter went in the air, I'm going nowhere near it. And I'm just letting some drunk idiot who wants to be the center of attention and be all creepy towards some girl, some poor girl that has to have some ghoul go up her leg. Like I, I remember my cousin's wedding. This this guy drove. I know he was always kind of creepy. Caught the. Uh, He he caught the garter, and he, like, was being so weird and dancing with, and he was, like, going way too far up this girl's leg. And she was like, no, no, like, like, like kick him away. Really strange tradition. Like, let's get rid of that one.
2: I got to go all the way up, babe. I don't want their marriage to end because of you being little cold here
1: yeah nothing like going to a wedding and coming out with like a sexual assault case banged against you you know like that that is such a stupid old tradition that's
2: got to go yeah and every time they would like announce it they my family would look at me oh mike all the single guys did that mike Mike." and i'm just like you i'm like i go where i'm legally on the dance floor where it's like you would need like a freaking curveball, 99-mile-an-hour fastball-thrown garter to catch me where I'm at
1: yeah. to get I'll, it. I'll you let know? it hit me in the face and then let someone else pick it up because I'm not catching that thing. I w- that that seems uh, like It's one on the-
2: your face. Now you got to go up or dress with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, not for me. Not for me at all. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, Zeb Ross, everybody. Zeb Ross. Um, so you, we were talking about your your, your boy, Yee, um, what, what's your take on him? Do you, do you think anything – you think what he's saying he believes? Um, or do you think all this anti-Semitic stuff he's saying, or he's just trying to go for shock value? Do you think he's consciously doing it? What do you, what do you think his deal is?
2: I feel he kind of lost it because he was – beyond top of the world like you at his height like you could debate he was up there on the levels like a michael jackson in his prime or stuff like that and it just came all crashing down and then on top of it he basically became second fiddle to his wife and something where he's so connected to i'm an artist and i have to bring my brain into like the deepest, weirdest levels, I think he just cracked and this is all we got left right now where he just, he won somewhere in his brain. I think he's trying to make a point where he's not bad and he's just falling further and further because he doesn't understand. Shut up. It's not going to work.
1: Yeah, I think this is just sticking a mentally ill person in front of a microphone and he doesn't really have any... I'd find it hard to believe the things like if he's actually believing the things he's saying or he somewhere in his mentally ill mind he thinks like this is gonna get me attention this is gonna keep me in the headlines uh or or he he's got some point that he's he thinks he's making that's not coming out to anybody like no one knows what his point is, but somewhere in there he thinks what he's saying is like cutting edge or 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 different or he's making an educated point where he's really just coming off like a total buffoon and
2: he's definitely got the ego because he oh if it's like oh i got shut down here he just finds a new group where he's like whoa whoa listen to me hear me out hear me out and he he just keeps aiming for it and he's running out kind of options right now and i I think that's what's driving even more bonkers i mean when you go on freaking alex jones and you're the weird one. Yeah. Um. I don't know where you go from there, but Alex Jones is like, no, no, no. We don't. We don't condone what you're saying right there.
1: Yeah. It's a shame too, because like I watched that Kanye West documentary a couple months ago. It was really interesting how talented that dude was and what a go-getter he was and how independent, independent musician he just put himself in situations to get attention and was noticed and he started out as a beat maker and everyone told him he couldn't be around and he really like made everything grassroots and did it himself and super talented guy and then he just like, I think it's just an untreated mental illness, man, that that uh, really took over him, whether it was his mom dying or whatever, that really sent him into the next level. But it, it, it's pretty pretty crazy to see a billionaire just falling apart in front
2: of everybody's eyes. Al, here's a question for you. As we've seen some of these uh, celebrities just go bonkers and go downhill, who do you think would be the next celebrity? <laughs> the next meltdown? Downhill?
1: Well let's see now do we count guys that are already crazy like if i said ted nugent would you consider him already like way past the line already
2: i mean i see sanity i mean he's stuck in his ways he's red wave whether you agree with it or not i don't really consider him like off the charts insane because he still does stuff like when he does the hunting he gives it to like food shelters and stuff like that so he hasn't fallen off per se so i could give you credit if that's going to be your answer
1: i mean i feel like that's an easy one like that's like a really like okay ted Mm -hmm. nugent's already on the uh, i mean he's he's not like even a guy that like all the country is paying attention to anymore Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of something completely mainstream yeah uh aaron Rodgers. Ooh, yeah yeah yeah. i could see him going uh yeah Mm -hmm. he's already gained a good amount of controversy um I gotta say though, when he was on um, when he was on Rogan, he was pretty interesting for the most part. Like he didn't seem crazy. He was just really like he just seemed really honest and and, and opinionated. Um, but he seemed
2: very honest. He also had has kind of like what we talk about with Ye, where like hey, you he said it number- right. Oh, oh, my mistake, my no. football. No. Um, like he was like the number one loved quarterback in the world. He, he basically had Jeopardy. Like, everybody was saying he was great at that. Like, he, he was going to get handed the job. Right. And now we're at a point where uh, they like, I remember there's an article where Deshaun Kaiser who, who used to be a backup for him told a story how he walked up to him one day and it's like, do you believe in 9 And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, read stuff. And just walked away from him. And then all the stuff he's Doing with the medicines and the TPs and ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: it's could- a good call. That's a good call. You could see him, especially like post football career, when like mm-hmm. he doesn't really have to answer to anybody anymore. He doesn't have to answer to uh, billionaires anymore.
2: Yeah. Basically the Kurt Schilling route.
1: Yeah. 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 Kurt Schilling. Yeah. That's a good call, Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't know if I could think of one off the top of my head that, um, that dead on because you you could see the spiral starting like, especially like i said when he has to this has to stop reporting to the packers and the nfl and, and all that and he's just completely on his own um yeah i don't know the i mean then you got your you got your other crazy guys you got like uh Kyrie irvings and all them you could say he's already kind of off the deep end um yeah, yeah. i don't know i'd have to think about that for a second but i uh yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious what happens with Kanye now. Does he stay relevant, or is this the final straw? Is he just going to be gone
2: for a while? It's kind of hard what you say is relevant because you can technically say he's not relevant. And now, in the sense that, when was the last time we talked about one of his albums that came out? Yeah, I mean, it's he, been he, a good five, six years since somebody's like brought up. Yeah, like. He, it went from top rappers to oh, he did release something.
1: Yeah, like he, he put he would put all this promotion in, and then kind of would just I don't know, kind of fall fall apart, or or his album would just be like a lot of noise, not not a lot of rapping, not a lot of cool production, no real cool beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I could see going crazy maybe one day. Who was that? Maybe Miley Cyrus. She always seemed like a. She was always teetering on the edge. Uh, yeah, like a spark plug. She, uh, you know, amazing voice, uh, super talented. you um, hear on interviews, though. She's kind of like wild. She's a little bit all over the place. Um, I don't know. I don't know what her like drug intake is and party life is. I, I don't know. But she always, yeah, teetering on the edge is a good one. Uh, one of those people who's been in the spotlight since she was what? 11 you
2: know um, that maybe younger yeah i I, I, could, I could see maybe her going off the deep end i don't know why and i forget his name but the dude who played sheldon on big bang theory <laughs> okay he just seems like he's He, he's so quiet and calm that i weirdly feel those are the people where their brains start turning and then they just kind of like what we talked about with yee I said it right this time there you go um where it's like i'm a genius and if i twist it like this and twist it like this oh this is a new level this is more genius and stuff like that i can't really say why that now i haven't seen a single interview or anything to suggest it but if it's like all right Berlue, you gotta do a full court shot to win throw your lottery pick out there that's who I'd go with.
1: That's not a that's not a big. I don't know much about him. I never
2: really watched the show. Is that show still on? Uh, they the original show is off the air, and they had a offshoot where he's young Sheldon. I heard so that some yeah. young kid does the show. Jim Parsons is his name. Jim Parsons. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that show is off the air.
1: Yeah, never never my kind of humor. I, I mean, I get it get its place. Yeah. But like I see, like I I don't know. I see like shows. I can't believe shows like that still still exist. Like I I I just saw like a, something pop up on my Facebook feed. Is that Roseanne show still on the air? The Connors or something? The That's Connors still going. Still on. Like on. who is watching this stuff? I don't know. Like, it's, who's watching network sitcoms anymore? Like, I, I can't even imagine sitting down and be like, it's 8.30, oh my god, you know, like on Wednesday, whatever. I mean,
2: number one, the entire cast looked like a melted candle. Yeah. They're all wrinkled. John Goodman looks so weird skinny. <laughs> he looks old and skinny. It's like i know it's you but it's not you in my opinion and, yeah
1: when lovable fat guys get skinny it's always like hmm. <clears throat> like john popper he <laughs> he looked really weird skinny
2: yeah that that's a guy who could have went off the edge you know i remember he like went on stern show and he had like a whole jacket full of knives he was like just showing off like literally he be he was in the hallway and they're talking about something. He's like, yeah, I got a knife. And he's like, pulled it down and got it close to <laughs> one of the interns. It's like, whoa, dude, play harmonica.
1: Well, I feel like you had like Gallagher who just died. He He's one of those guys who went off the deep end and started saying weird kind of racial undertone things and uh, homophobic thing. So I wonder
2: if his brother stole his stuff for that too.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm racist now too.
2: Uh- <laughs> Watch me smash a watermelon. You know who likes watermelons? Yeah, <laughs> I don't
1: think. Um, I don't. I don't think Kanye goes away though. I think. Yeah, he. I think something else happens or he puts something out or not, and he's going to get crucified for it. But I think he stays relevant because it's clickbait. Like, crazy people sell clicks and, and advertise. So, like, people are going to bring him on to talk because you know whenever you bring him on, he's going to say something crazy, and all of a sudden your show is, like, the number one listened to uh, shared thing. Speaking of that, Kanye, if you'd like to come on the show you're 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 more than welcome
2: yeah i'll call you by a real name (laughs) don't you worry i got you my friend see but that's where i kind of still disagree with you because yeah he'll do stuff but does it equate to an impact and like two years from now that's where i question it it's kind of like when charlie sheen was off the deep end you know we had the initial interview we got tiger blood and all that and everybody's like wow oh my god whatever and then he did like his comedy tour which i heard like started off great then got terrible then got great then got terrible it slowly got to the point where it's like even if it like if i send the thing like yo scott i got charlie sheen that's great yeah but at the same time it's not like guaranteed 20 million listens or anything like that
1: yeah yeah i can see what you mean as far as an impact but i i think this guy will be saying stupid things for quite a long time um well
2: i do that I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not trending that's
1: that, that is true why why have you been saying dumb things for nine years or whatever it is and... it
2: had to stick eventually right
1: <laughs> you see you on alex jones with a black mask on like... <laughs>
2: i can't see alex (laughs) i I brought the wrong hoodie this is the one i really can't see yeah Yeah, my wife films farts
1: she does i like to melt i like to melt ice i i I melt ice in my sink i do it i do it all the time
2: i did it earlier this morning seriously (laughs) the fridge was uh, acting up i saw in the freezer underneath the drawer was like a whole coating of ice, I chipped away and like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I got to get to work, but work and wait.
1: (laughs) For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Mike has some weird uh, pleasure, I guess you can call it, um, by melting ice.
2: Because it sounds like
1: Okay, it's not I'm your...
2: in the bedroom with ice and my wife's farting. I don't I don't want people to think that.
1: I mean, at this point, who knows what's going on in that house over there? Um he has, So you he... want
2: to find out what the weirdest smell was in this house?
1: <laughs> he gets he gets like a, a pleasure, not a kink, but he gets pleasure from melting ice that's in the
2: sink. I enjoy when I see ice to just turn on the water and watch it melt. It's it's nothing crazy it's not like i go out of my way to freeze something to do it but if it's like okay the ice trays full throw it in the sink i don't just let it sit there and melt away turn on the water let it start melting it's like all right then i'll get the nozzle and just move it around to get each ice cube and (laughs) It's like when it's all gone. It's like, all right, that was fulfilling. I like how you're trying to sell the normalcy of this,
1: Um, but the more you talk, the more it's like sounding stranger. And you're you're starting to like stir a little bit more over there. Like, uh, yeah, and I just uh, I just melt. uh,
2: I I feel I can start an ice melting group on Facebook and get normal people to join me in it.
1: I bet you could start an ice melting group and probably get more listeners. Or whatever, than we have currently.
2: We're <laughs> 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 looking what you want to talk about a podcast. Screw your podcast. Melting <laughs> <laughs> ice right now, Scotty. <laughs> I am the king of TikTok right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 50 million views. What are we... <laughs> uh, Why is
2: he trying to be smart and funny? What the hell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, on that note... Um, I'm sure we're going to gain so many listeners from this episode, that's for sure, um, with our with our amazing, amazing banter tonight. Um, I think people are probably going to turn us off thinking we're just very strange, people obsessed with our uh, bodily functions, but you know.
2: I will say, I shared out my podcast to a couple people at work and got good reviews. I, I sent one to the president of our company. Wow,
1: and you still have a job.
2: Yeah, I, I he brought up uh, hot ones. I brought up. We had the uh, gentleman who made the sauces, send a link, and he went out of way. In fact, before they uh, started the company, Zoom Christmas, he just said a couple things, and he brought up, hey, Mike, you know, great podcast, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's cool. That's he, cool. He, he said I was a natural, quote, unquote. <laughs>
1: natural. All right. Funny. All right. Natural. Mikey, the natural. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything to promote before to the
2: concerts? Ye yeah, and Mikey the Natural.
1: <laughs> anything to promote before we give our listeners a break for their ears?
2: Uh, well, uh, I'll just uh, I don't really have a thing to promote, but I'll send some congratulations to former guests of the show, Trent Dilfer, uh, as you may know, a Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens of quite a few years ago. He just got named uh, the coach of UAB football, uh, Alabama-Birmingham. That's about two hours from my house, and I'll, maybe I'll check out a game over there. But congratulations to him. He was a high school coach, and uh, now he's moving to college. He didn't get the Jeff Saturday. I'll just hand you an NFL coach job. But uh, congrats to Tent
1: Absolutely. And I, I'm, he's definitely listening right now. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll give credit. You know? I mean, he, if you recall, he was getting like, major like, knee or back surgery yeah. like, the day after our yeah. interview where we're like, why are you talking to <laughs> us?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I will quickly promote... Um... Uh, every year, almost every year, I have participated in the uh, New Jersey Polar Bear Plunge, um, for which raises money for a Special Olympics. I found out it is the number one uh, single-day fundraising event in, on the East Coast. Uh, they usually raise almost close to $2 million uh, for Special Olympics. Um, I will be participating in that with my family on February 25th. I'm going to throw the link up there um, if everybody would like to donate to a good cause, um, and that is the Polar Bear Plunge, New Jersey. Um, well, you have I'm,
2: to throw your wife into the ocean like we did that one time.
1: You know, you, yeah, yeah, you should really like that event. You can melt so much ice out there. You can bring like hot water with you and just. Oh my
2: God! <laughs> People, why are we going into water when we can make water? <laughs> People stop
1: stop running towards the beach. <laughs> <laughs> um but yes, I will be plunging into the Atlantic. Uh Mikey did it with me one year, That's a long time ago now. Um so, so go check that out. And quickly, uh, I want to promote just shows at Tap House Fifteen, January fifth. Uh, we have Aaron Berg, and then February sixteenth, we have the hilarious Jessica Kierson. There are still tickets to those two events. So, other than that, guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, Zeb Ross, for coming on. Uh, go check him out. You can find him pretty easily. But um, other than that, guys, life is funny. I'll laugh at it. Keep the wind at your back. Bye bye.
2: And come out and see ye, Michael the. Dine- Me and Herschel Walker down here in Georgia sometime soon.